Welcome to Grit, Grace, and Glitz. I'm your host, Erica Rothenberger, and I'm so excited for you to join me and my amazing guests every week as you learn how to get gritty, how to give yourself the grace that you deserve, and to celebrate all the glitz that comes to you along the way. Are you ready to unlock your potential? Let's do this. Hello there. Okay, let's let's go. This is Erica, and I am coming to you solo today, so you're stuck with me for the next few minutes. And the reason I wanted to come to you today is just to talk to you a little bit about how you can be more efficient with time right? It is the one thing we can't buy more of. We can't run to the grocery store. We can't borrow from someone else. We can't recreate it. And only if we wish or had a way or a mechanism, let's face it, it would be on the next shark tank and we would all be filthy rich if we could create more time in our lives. But because we can't do so, a lot of people ask me, how do you do so much every single day? How do you do so much every single week or every single month? Guys, I am no different than any of you listening to this podcast. And some of you are probably, quite frankly, better at this than I am. But if you're not and you struggle with time management, if you struggle with trying to fit things in, if you struggle with making things a priority, guys, I get it. It is not easy. And have you ever just wished that you could like clone yourself? for a couple more hours in the day, or you wish that you had 28 hours in the day when everyone else had 24, or you wish that you wish that some days you didn't have to sleep so you could pick up another eight hours of productivity. And while all these sound phenomenal, let's face it, we need to set ourselves up for success with the time that we have and how we can find the time to best capitalize our energy, our goals, our resources, our vision, and our future. That was a mouthful. Way easier said than done. So I know for myself, I juggle a lot of balls, right? I'm full-time corporate, um, you know, rising in the corporate ranks. I have my wellness business. I'm a mom of two young kids. Andy travels, my husband, for work. We have a real estate business on the side. I do this podcast where I'm literally sitting in my closet, like between, you know, dinner and Girl Scouts that we have to get to tonight and making sure that my son gets to prep class tonight. Guys, it's a lot. But there's a couple things that I do every single week that I want to share with you. Maybe they'll help you. Maybe they won't. Maybe you're going to say, man, I could never do that. Or maybe you're going to say, hey, listen, I'm going to take one or two of those things away and I'm going to find myself be that much more productive next week. Guys, the first The first thing, like without a doubt, without anything, is I always say your oxygen mask has to come on first. So you have to prioritize your self-care and your health. Because guys, without your health, without prioritizing your mental clarity, without prioritizing your energy, your emotional side, you are nothing to anyone else. So we all think, oh, well, I can get this done and this done and this done and this done and this done. Bam, whammy hits the minute we get sick. Or whammy hits the minute we have an emotional breakdown. Or the whammy hits, I don't even know why I'm calling it a whammy, but it sounds pretty good, right? 
the minute that we can't get to that next step because there's something that's holding us up, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's um, something that got in the way because we didn't take care of us. We didn't put the oxygen mask on first. We were so busy fueling and feeding and giving everyone else the oxygen that we forgot about ours. So guys, basic things. These aren't things that are going to be earth shattering to you, right? But starting off your day every day with some sort of gratefulness, like mental clarity, reading a quote, reading a couple pages of book, that mental clarity, getting a good night's sleep, right? Being really adamant about making sure like you try to stay on that structure of when you're sleeping, making sure that you're eating healthy to me, like without my protein shakes, like I would not survive, right? I need those because I'm busy, right? And otherwise I'm going to grab some crap that I shouldn't be eating anyways. And also guys, making sure you take time for movement. Like every single day I get up first thing in the morning. And that's the, one of the first things that I do every day, because I know it's going to make me better for throughout the rest of the day, mentally, emotionally, all the above. Okay. The other thing that I do is on Sundays, I know weekends are sacred. I know we want time with our families. I know we want time with like our friends. Um, and maybe this isn't a Sunday. Maybe it's a Saturday thing for you. Maybe it's a late Friday afternoon thing for you, whatever it is. Sometime I always say between Friday at noon and Sunday, when you go to bed, take 30 minutes and look at your complete calendar. I do this every single week. My calendar is color coded, right? All my family events are yellow. All my, um, global like team events at work are green, right? All my specific events at work are red, right? I look at that calendar and every week I know what I'm, what I have to, what I'm going into, right? That I know Thursday is going to be a bear of a day, right? That back-to-back meetings, dentist appointment, kids have soccer, kids have football. And I know to brace myself for it, right? Because when we, we have the unexpected, we're more likely to spiral out of control. So when I look at my week and then I say, what can I say no to? Is there anything on my calendar this week that I don't need to do, that I can outsource, that I can move, that I can switch, that I can alter? Because if you try to cram too many things in one day, I always say it's like the overflowing purse. Try to put too many things in that purse. You're never, ever, ever going to be be able to find what you're looking for. When you're looking for that lip gloss or you're looking for that Band-Aid or you're looking for that extra dollar to give your kids, right? So you can't fill everything so full. Give yourself time between blocks of time, but block your time accordingly. And if you are working towards a big project, you're writing a book, you're running a race, you're, you have something that you're really a goal you're working on block and defend that time. Cause if you don't defend the time, it will get in, get eaten up. Sometimes you won't even know where it gets eaten up by, but you will lose that time. I promise you. So what I do typically is if I know like Hey, listen, I know I really have to work on my wellness business this week. Or, hey, listen, I really need to be at this meeting. I'll put time from 8.30 till 10 o'clock one night that I'm like, okay, this is the time I can focus on this. And it's literally a scheduled appointment for myself. Just like any other appointment would go on my calendar. Just like I wouldn't hopefully miss a dentist appointment or a hair appointment or a corporate meeting. Defend that time. And whether that's self-care time 
or that's time for you to work on a goal, or that's time for you to read, or that's time for you to get on the Peloton, whatever it is, defend that time and make sure that it's on some sort of calendar. I don't care if it's a written calendar, if it's an Outlook calendar, if it's a some other version of whatever calendar is. And I will tell you that the other thing that really helps me is Andy and I, my husband, we have, we send each other appointments. We don't have a shared calendar per se, but listen, if I need him to be um, at a teacher parent conference on Wednesday night, I will send him an, a calendar invite to be at that parent teacher p- teacher conference because it shows up on his calendar, it shows up on my calendar. And then on top of it, I'll put who's babysitting that night, right? So it's all clear and it's not this last minute rash decisions. As much as I'll schedule things that are important for us, like parent-teacher conferences, being at a game, or that there's a birthday party on Saturday, I also will schedule time for us, right? Scheduling time for your relationships. And whether that's, hey, listen, you're going to go grab a drink with a friend, whether that's, hey, listen, I'm going to have an hour to call a couple friends, whether that's a date with your significant other, whatever it is, defend that time and make that time. The other thing that I do too, is I make sure that I nightly, I'm spending about three or four minutes looking at my calendar for the next day, right? Just reviewing it. Even though I looked at it on Friday or Saturday or Sunday, that I'm really making sure that I look at that. So the next day, there's no surprises that come up. And it may seem like small stuff, but anything you can do to pre-plan, like Sundays for me, big pre-planning day, right? Like I'll cut up cucumbers because I know Drew likes cucumbers in his lunch and it's cut up. They're ready to go. I can put them in a baggie, right? So anything you can do to take that stress away from whence that week comes to me really, really helps. Like I always make sure like the hamper and the laundry is emptied by like Saturday at noon because I'm like, listen. I don't want it to take up my whole weekend, but I also don't want Monday to come around and have that burden or that heavy load on over me. Guys, reminding yourself, and I said this before, is saying no to certain things, right? And being willing to say, hey, listen, every once in a while, I may not be able to be at the the, the movie, this movie with my friend, or every once in a while, I may not be able to um, be at the PTA meeting, or every once in a while, I may not be able to show up for one of my kids' practices because my significant other is going to be there, right? It's okay to say no. So many of us are so, such overachievers. Go, go, go all of the time and don't want to say no, right? We want to be all places at all times and we have the fear of missing something. Let me tell you, Some of the best times have been when I've been like, you know what? I'm not going to go to football practice tonight because Andy's the assistant coach. Adeline, I can get showered early. I can get ready. I have a big day tomorrow. I can get some things lined up. And let me tell you, by the time they come home from football, my mood is so much different than if I were to stretch myself too thin, go to that football practice, probably not even be focused because I was thinking about the gazillion things I had to do the next day, being like, wow, I should be home doing them and being willing to say no to the things that you can say no to. It is okay. And no one is going to think less of you. The other thing is asking for help, right? Whether that's asking, Hey, listen, do you mind getting my kid off the bus today? Cause I can't be there at three 37 when they, they, they get off there off the bus or, Hey, listen, I can't be there to, you know, help, um, with the baked goods this week. So I'm going to pick them up and buy them and bring them in. Guess what? The brownies are going to be just as good. So I always say do and delegate. 
or just delete it. If it really doesn't bring you joy and you don't need to do it, don't add it onto your plate. Again, so much easier said than done. Comes from a recovering overachiever, right? But I tell you, it has brought me so much joy just saying no to the things that don't serve me. And, you know, with all this being said, I will tell you that having some sort of structure, some sort of organization, something in your life that just keeps you on track. And again, whether that's a calendar on the wall, whether that's on your computer, whether that's, you know, on a scrap piece of paper, I don't care what it is, but have that plan and anything you can do to get ahead early. Like I always say, listen, the minute I get the birthday invitation for my kids, kids' birthdays, I buy the present that day, right? I literally go on Amazon. I'm like, what is Jack like? Oh, Jack loves Legos. Oh, loves Star Wars Legos. Perfect. His party's not for three weeks, but you know what? It goes, it's, I have it. And then when Jack's birthday party comes around three weeks from now, and I forgot it was even Jack's birthday party, I got his present. I'm not running to Walmart or running out last minute to go try to get him a present at Target the next day. You know, anything that you can do like that, whether that's food prep, whether that's laundry, whether that's, you know, um, sitting down with your significant other and reviewing your schedule. If you know you have a really big schedule that week, involve your kids, involve your family, sit down and say, hey, this is our plan for the week. And I typically like to do that on Sunday nights at dinner. Hey, mommy has to travel this week. And making sure that we're really scoping that out and everyone's on the same pages because there's nothing worse than surprises in our life. So I want you to remember that Every day is a fresh start. Every week is a fresh start. Every month is a fresh start. We're getting ready to start another new month among, among us. And what I asked you to do is remember these couple things, right? Take time for you. Put that mask on first. Anything you can do to pre-plan or get done on the weekends, have fun, enjoy your family, do what you're supposed to do, but find that time to get some stuff done. It will start your week off so much better. Three, defend your time, your time. And again, whether that's your workout, whether that's working towards a, a book you're writing or um, you know something that's just important to you, defend that time, put it on the calendar and make it non-negotiable. Four, say no. Say no to the things that don't serve you or the things you do not need to do this week, right? And last, ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You are not going to look like less of a person. To me, I commend people who ask for help, right? As long as you're not begging people or like taking advantage of people. Let me tell you, people want to help and you're going to want to help people in reciprocation. So with that being said, guys, this is me just coming to you raw and real about how I schedule, how I defend my week, how I get a lot done in a crazy, crazy world with so many things coming our way, right? It's not easy. It's not easy being a professional. It's not easy being a parent. It's not easy, you know, juggling a lot of different things in our lives. But I promise you, it will flow so much better if you take a couple of these small things and make that make yourself a priority and start finding that time, looking ahead and remembering. Hear from grit, grace, and glitz, giving yourself the grit that you deserve, those hard weeks that you really push through no matter what's happening, giving yourself that grace because you all deserve it but also making sure you celebrate those small wins. When you have a really successful week with you or your family or whatever you're doing, celebrate. Celebrate you. And I don't mean champagne and caviar. I mean, looking back and having a reflection, why did that week go really well? And if that week went really well, what did you do? And what can you start to do again next week? 
So guys, I'm going to sign off here. Again, all about defending your time, finding your time, being more organized, finding how you can get a lot more accomplished in every single day by time blocking. This is Erica coming to you live from Grit, Grace, and Glitz. Go find that time, serve others, serve yourself, and watch your life next level. I hope you learned a lot from today's episode, and I cannot wait for you to catch our next episode. I'll see you back here next time on an all-new episode of Grit, Grace, and Glitz.